Everyman Podcast. Oh, yeah. Super Bowl. Let's go. Super Bowl. The big game. Can't can't call it the SB. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Another week, another pod. Big dog, Daryl Campbell, my brother. How are you? Oh, man, I'm doing good. Blessed and highly favored. Highly I'm in favored. L.A., and I'm on with my bro. You're my bro. in L.A. Yes. Getting ready for the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. What's the number on this one? Super Bowl what? What is this? Uh, it was LVI, L. V, whatever. 56? 56. 56, 56 yeah. LVI? 56? LVI. LVI. 59? I don't know. I don't know where we are. 56? Um, But it is super, you know, Rams, Bengals, who to thunk, who to thunk it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're we're going to get to the Super Bowl and uh, our thoughts and dreams there in a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, how's, how's LA? How's it going out there? Dude, great weather. Um, a, all of the prices for everything is ridiculous. Like breakfast this morning was like a cool 57 bucks for, <laughs> for fucking two eggs, uh, one piece of bacon yeah, and half of an English muffin slice uh-huh. and freshly squeezed orange juice wow, in a pubescent cup. Mm. Uh, so it was just it like was a just six ounce glass things. of, wow. Oh yeah. Is that before tip? Oh, yeah. Like that's <laughs> not even like fees for someone running wow. up a floor to get give you your meal. Um, yeah, man. I mean, just uh, blessed by fire. Like, you know, that's baptized incredible. by fire with the prices. That is. Um, and I'm not even going to talk about like a, a Uber ride less than oh. 20 minutes. Oh, I can't imagine. Ninety two fifty seven. I, I was going to say it's got to be a hundred dollars. Stupid, bro. Stupid. Just silly. Gotta love. I would, I would. I would walk <laughs> if, if if I could walk all the way to the airport. It's just ridiculous, man. Gotta love a little LA, bit, man. Los Angeles. It's a uh, yeah. It's a it's a shock. I know. You know, we were out there. I guess two years ago at this point, and uh, did Disneyland. You know, the whole bit. And this was mm-hmm. pre pre the end times. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I can only imagine it's gotten sweeter as as time has gone on. I will say this though: if you are Every man and our every men and every woman. If you are in the downtown area, the Intercontinental on Wilshire, this hotel is flipping sweet. It is sweet, man. Like smart hotel, like scanning your retinas. It's it's nuts, man. It's absolutely nuts. They have the good amenities, huh? Swanky, and I don't have to pay for it. Yes, you gotta love it. You gotta love it. Yeah, at least they take care of you. Well, I'm yeah. glad. I'm has in the food your expensive breakfast. You got any like good breakfast burrito? Like, what are you, what are you just running and gunning? You getting anything good? Dude, I did the well. I got in yesterday, like around noon. So I'm still trying to feel it all out. But I mean, everything that's here. Oh, I did, and I I promise you, it was overpriced. It was. It was like thirty dollars for this like grilled cheese sandwich or whatever, basically. But it, whatever they put in the bread, it was like some type of herbs and fucking perhaps an aioli. Dude, it was ridiculous, and I was like, and it's like it was three layered, and that's the first time I ever had like a three layered, three layer. It's like the Big Mac like, of grilled cheese, bro. It was ridiculous, and it was it was great. I actually tipped an extra like ten bucks to the dude because like I took you know how you you're like talking, shooting the shit, and then like you just take a quick bite because you're hungry, and and I like took a bite bite, and my like eyes were like, oh, what is this? Like 
yes, I need that in my life. That sounds. And um, sounds he took right. my card uh, because I like to put the tip on, so like it's you know, took my card and he came back and like eight minutes later, and I was already through the second piece. It was, it didn't last very long. That's for sure. No, oh, you're a big guy. You gotta eat. Yeah, yeah, gotta eat. yeah. Well, I'm glad you're having a good LA experience. Uh, yeah, Super Bowl is upon us. And I just, I think I'm looking at it and I'm thinking it's the Bengals year. I'm on the Bengals. I'm not, I'm not going to say I'm on their bandwagon by any means as a Steelers fan. That's, that's obscene to me. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm Blasphemy. on the, I'm on Blasphemy. the, I believe that they could win this one game against the Rams. I just think, yeah, I think they, uh, they've got all the momentum and the Rams, you know, they're hot too, but they may have peaked a little early in the playoffs, I think. Uh, whereas the Bengals keep, like they just keep getting better. So I don't know. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be. I wouldn't want to have to play the Bengals right now. Well, I tell you what, the analytics guy in me says they're going to get raffle stomped by you know the Rams, but then I'm just looking at all the the buzz and everything that's kind of surrounding this squad, and you know, looks like there's a curtain that's uh, veiling upward that's saying, "Hey, let's usher in a new." Uh, a new champion here, you know? And, you know, I, I said this back in November. I thought that the tide of public perception, I think in America with sports, with anything really, there's a, a path of travel for any national figure. And it's mm-hmm. people like to be able to say they knew you before mm-hmm. the way up and then they really... They're enjoying the moment right up to when you get crowned as the greatest of what it is that you do. And then you can be great for a little bit. And you could be on top. But eventually we want to see you just not be on top anymore. Yeah, you can't be too perfect. And and you can't be too fer- too perfect for uh, too long. And once and, and once that happens, it's like it's just like a momentum shift. And I, I sense a momentum shift in the NFL. And I really think, I think everybody likes Joe Burrow. So I think Joe Burrow is about to become the face of the NFL. And I think the Steelers are going to enter a very dark period of time unless they somehow manage to get Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe their only hope at <laughs> winning another Super Bowl in the next 20 years <laughs> between the Chiefs and uh, now the Bengals and the Ravens. And maybe, who knows, maybe the Browns will get it together. Mm-hmm. But it's always, you know... They're talking about the Black Adam trailer is going to debut for the Super Bowl. You know, the hype. There's always always cool shit going on with it. The uh, big hype on the halftime show, which, you know, I don't know. What do you think of the halftime show this year? Well, they got Snoop Dogg. They got Mary J. Blige. Uh, who else did they got for the, for the halftime Dr. show? Dr. Dre and Eminem. Dr. Dre, Eminem. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, listen. Um... There's only been a few halftime shows that kind of like really just 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 have blown me away. So like that bar is set high. Like well, no I one's ever going to outdo Prince. I mean, I think it's pretty. Oh cool. yeah, well, I mean, Prince is just ridiculous. Were you you think, were there for that, right? Yeah, I was there for that. I think. How crazy was that being there for that? Um, it's just iconic, man. Like there's there's no other way to put it. And then he's, I mean, he's such a professional, so smooth, man. Like it's one thing to have an artist that like performs and you have all of the pyro and the dancers and everybody's like, you know, in unison, but it's, it's, it's an, it's another thing 
to get a living a living legend up there and j- who just fucking rocks it. You know what I mean? Like there's just your, your words can't like you can't quantify it. Like it's it was just it was just one of those things where like and plus like it it was an emotional thing too. You see Prince up there going nuts like it's like I got start crying getting you know a little, little, little water in your eyes there and you know you just realize like right now I am like the uni- all the stars and the planets have aligned so that I can be in this one moment, you know what I mean? Because it's something that I need to remember for the rest of my life. You know what I mean? So it's one of those, um, n- nothing's going to top that. Nothing's going to, I think nothing's going to top that. I-, I think Bruno Mars did a great job. I think, you know, Beyonce, when she was up there doing her thing, she did, a- did an awesome job. Um, people don't really like the Katy Perry one. But there's something about, you know, kind of riding in and singing on a gigantic mechanical dragon that is just, or lion or whatever the hell that thing was. That's pretty sweet. Um, yeah. I mean, those are some of the notable ones that, like, visually and just in, in terms of the elements that were used that were like, whoa, that's crazy. Lady, Of course, Lady Gaga descending from the rafters on dental floss was, I don't know, that it was that was just dangerous, but it was still pretty cool to see. So, I'd say it. If they don't get Metallica, oh god, to play the halftime show in the next yeah. five years, yeah, it's not gonna be like they're gonna like they're at the end of the window. Like they're still gonna yeah. continue to tour forever. But as far as like a band that's like doing an unbelievable arena tour at oh like, yeah. Their, yeah. They're like basically at their peak. Yeah. They every friggin' I, we've said this with a countless cast. Every stadium plays Enter Sandman and oh, you yeah. know, all the like just how you wouldn't want to have that rock and roll metal extravaganza. And then all the different guests you could have in there. I mean, I don't yeah. know what they're if they're waiting for you, like the set another power San, supply. I'm not if sure if like them play that. maybe they want to wait till they're like in San Francisco or something. I don't know. I just I don't know how they must they must be asking for like an obscene amount of money or something, but I would think that they're one of the few bands that you know can actually generate that kind of mm-hmm. gravity for I agree. for an event. I agree. Yeah, because uh, that was kind of the the idea there for a while was like it almost made the game bigger having a certain act. Like it's like holy mm-hmm. shit, they got Michael Jackson. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. whoa, and uh, yeah. It just adds a certain, but the, I guess it's a, it's a different world now. There's not, you don't have uh humongous acts like that at any given time. Yeah. Well, yeah. that and the fact that, you know, you still, we're still on the, the fringe of whatever new variant is out there. That's still kind of keeping people plugged up to a, to a degree, you know? So I'm sure that stadium will be sold out. Oh yeah. It's regardless. Like <laughs> you, they, you, some, they, everybody could have a bowler. They'll still be out there fucking oh, yeah. bleeding on each other from the eyes. For sure. For sure. Watching the game. Yeah. Nothing you know? wrong with that. Um, and I'll tell you what, I'm glad your travels are going well so far. You know, can't yeah, wait man. to, can't wait to wrap about the, uh, Super Bowl after the fact and get the, get the lowdown from, from what's going on. Mm-hmm. Now I myself had a trip recently and we talked about it last week on the pod that I was <laughs> on short notice going out to the Dallas, uh, Dallas Metroplex area mm-hmm. for work and luck would have it. You know, I brought the ice storm with me and, um, you know, Wednesday afternoon, it's raining. Everybody in the office is like, yeah, it's going to get bad, you know? 
And I'm thinking like, come on. I'm from I'm from the Philadelphia area. I'm from fucking Philly. Yeah. You guys just had a foot of snow. What do you mean it's gonna be a problem? And everybody's like, No, 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 no. They don't you don't understand. They don't they don't have we don't have snow trucks here. And I'm thinking, come on. What do you mean you don't have snow trucks here? Like you don't have a ton? Like you have twenty. You know, we like, don't what have does any that mean? Snow trucks. What does that mean? No snow trucks. <laughs> no snow trucks. And I, you know, and they're like, no, like they, we just, it rarely happens. We just don't get it here. So like, you'll see the whole area is going to shut down. And I'm like, oh my God. And I'm like, okay. So I'm at a hotel now. Shout out to the courtyard Marriott, Regent Boulevard, DFW. Uh, wonderful. If you find yourself in the Dallas Fort Worth area, go ahead, get yourself in the courtyard Marriott. Tell them, uh, big text sent you. Okay. Big text. And, uh, I find myself, you know, I, I had the, the smarts to at least stop at a Walgreens on my way out of the office, get some essential supplies, my Topo Chico. By the way, have you ever had Topo Chico? That sounds like something you get at a massage parlor, but uh, no, I haven't had it. Well, you should be able to find it out in L.A. Ask around. Topo Chico. It's a Mexican sparkling mineral water. Oh. And it's from this one. Coca-Cola owns it now. And it's from this one specific part of Mexico, and it has like all these healing properties. And I'll tell you what, I got addicted to the shit. Did you? Yeah, it's just good, brother. It's fucking incredible, and it's just water. It's just water. It's like soda. They have a lime one and a grapefruit one. I had the lime one. It's spectacular, bro. Find yourself some Topo Chico way out there. Where okay. would I find it? Like anywhere, or is it just like... any Seven Eleven? I guarantee you, any Seven Eleven. Oh, out so there. there's a Seven Eleven like right across like the like a couple like a block. Run away. down there, get yourself some Topo, and again, tell them Big Tex sent you. Big Tex. Now, apparently, everyone in Texas, you know, is like, "Yeah, you dummy, this stuff's great." And I'm like, "This is great." <laughs> uh, so. You know, I'm drinking my Topo Chico. I got my Doritos. I've got the mm-hmm. essentials. I've got my box of milk duds. And yeah. I'm thinking, all right, worst case scenario, I get stuck here for an extra day or whatever. No big deal. And, uh, you know, rain turns to, to slush. We get about an inch of snow and like an inch of ice. Oh, wow. There is no snow trucks out there. There's nobody shut. There's no shovels. There's no... There's no, no. <laughs> windshield no scraping souls. things. And I'm thinking, like, I'm supposed to fly out tomorrow. I got, How am I going to get now? Shout out to the Hertz rental car people. I was blessed with a Nissan Kicks. And now, no disrespect to the Nissan family of vehicles. Uh, yeah. But this was not the ideal vehicle uh, for snow and ice travel. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the weird thing is watching people out there drive. Oh, like yeah. it, like I, I, I've never been in a volcano, but like I don't necessarily, you know, need to be told that it's hot and I shouldn't go in. Like yeah. I know it's hot, you know. Yeah. And watching, I saw this guy in a GTI just hauling ass on on the highway, mm. fifty five miles an hour on solid ice, no nothing plowed, just ice, reckless abandon, just reckless abandon. Does like a double three sixty, just spins nice. out. You know, he was fine, but like. That's got to be scary, you know. He oh, lucky he was fine, but watching watching people react to the, to the ice. I watched this guy use his debit card to clear off his his car, and then 
back up and immediately spin out and like lose control. And I'm just thinking like, resourceful. I'm just thinking like, how, how does it, how do you all not know? Just put it in low gear and go slow. Like it's just, it's wild. So I got to see how Texas handles a nice storm. Um, the next day I drove, you know, 16 miles to the airport on, you know, an inch and a half of ice. No, nothing. And I find out that they, like I saw the trucks spraying stuff and I asked somebody like, what is that? They're like, Oh, it's pickle juice and sand. Pickle juice and sand. Like, that's what they, so like, look, I love Texas. I'm excited about being there, but you know, I was a little, little shocked at how they dealt with the ice and like the hotel. Nobody had, they didn't have like a shovel. Cause I'm thinking like, how am I going to get this fucking car out of here? If like, I don't, so I ended up using a, a plastic knife and a plastic spoon. I blasted the heaters, just ran it for like 20 minutes and I scraped it off. And then I'm in the, in the like hotel parking lot. I see, I see this guy, like he's got a forerunner, big SUV, you know, off road, heavy duty. And he's using a fucking, you know, the hotel ice bucket. Yeah. He's using like his, his girl's got the, the bucket part. She's scooping ice off and he's yeah. got the lid kind of scraping at it. So I gave him my extra spoon. I was like, Hey man, here you go. This might help you. He's like, Oh, thanks. And, uh, yeah, but you know, sometimes you gotta, you gotta use what you got when you find yourself. It's like pickles, juice and sand. They're just like, just arbitrary. Like with, uh, Hawaiian punch and fun dip powder. Like what the fuck? Wait, yeah. How did you settle? How exactly did you settle on pickle juice? Now, I I think there's probably salt. I would think because of the brine. Like I'm thinking yeah. there's some salt water there. The fact that we have to rack our brains around how they chose what combination of sub, two substances to put down. And it seems like is you, ridiculous. You need a lot of pickle juice. Oh yeah. So like, like where are all these pickles coming from? Right. I didn't know Texas was a pickle state. It's just, it's unbelievable, man. You know, but. Why not like apple cider or something? At the same time, I'm driving around, you know, when it was nice, the roads are really nice. And they're like paved and new. Yeah. So they don't, they're not dumping a ton of salt and getting all these humongous potholes out of nowhere. Right. That's true. So like, I guess it's like a roll of the dice. Just, you know, hopefully we don't get any ice. It just. It just makes me think about the science behind it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's someone in the really high up in the in the state government that's like made this decision. Yeah, and continues to fund the pickle juice trucks every year. Because here yeah, I am thinking, like, oh, way more than me and you oh, put together, dude. <laughs> probably got a ranch. You wouldn't, you can't see the end of. <laughs> and I'm, I'm looking like I'm seeing these trucks go. I'm like, oh, okay, that won't be too bad. They got they're spraying. The, no problem. I'll be fine in my Nissan Kicks. Which, yeah. by the way, they must be running out of names, or this was a translation issue because, like, how can a how can a car be a past tense like and have an actual like kicks? Right, right. Like drives. It's like is it a Nissan drives? Yeah. That's like you know, yeah. or yeah. Nissan walks. It just seems. Yeah. Seems a little. <laughs> Nissan drives. Nissan. The, the Nissan drove. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right, exactly. And like where did, where did it drop? Where, where where did it go? And the funny thing is it like replaced the Nissan Juke. So it's yeah. like we're juking, now we're kicksing. Kick we're kicksing? Juking? My Nissan kicks is And then if you have a whole bunch of kicks. Oh the kicks is over there. I got twenty yeah. new kicks on the line. Those uh, those kicks are mine over there. No, not the ones in the closet, but the one in the driveway. <laughs> the those, those ones right yes, there. That is yeah. my kicks. 
Those are my kicks. <laughs> Those are my kicks right there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Lord. Yeah, that's... Jesus, uh, Nissan. Yeah, get, get it, it together. together. Get it together. And I did see the <laughs> Nissan. There's like some sort of Nissan corporate headquarters out there uh, by my, my company's uh, mm-hmm. office. And um, I did notice they all had Nissans in the parking lot. Oh, wow. I mean, you can't show... You probably can't drive to work in a Toyota, I guess, but... Yeah, yeah. Uh, I almost, if I had the time, I wanted to stop by and just say, is there anybody from the marketing team that can just run this by me real quick? Just explain. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But that's, explain that's, it all. you know, you got to go. I just, I would go with numbers at this point. I would just, yeah. you know, the one, the three, the five, but I guess yeah. BMW already does that. Yeah. Yeah. It's the running out of, running out of time. But I'll tell you what, I consider myself, you know, a barbecue guy and like mm-hmm. i know my way around a smoker and a grill and yes, a griddle and i can cook on just about anything yep and i'm like proud of i was proud of my meat and you have to always be proud of your meat the first day. the first time i went to dallas i hadn't got into barbecuing yet so i didn't have a reference okay now that i've spent all this time barbecuing and i've had barbecue from different parts of the country mm-hmm. and then i've done it myself learned how yeah. to smoke Right. Going back to Dallas, I'm going into it like I know what to look for. I'm an expert. Right. I'm going to find these. I'm going to these specific places. And yeah. I, I went to this place called Hard Eights. And Hard Eights, there's uh, multiple locations. And mm-hmm. I was like, and I know you can't see this that you're listening to the podcast. This was me. My eyes just wide and just kind of like looking around. It was as like a meat man. It was kind of like a holy experience. Wow. And it was like the best, it was hands down without a doubt, the best barbecue I've ever had in my life. Heaven, <laughs> heaven on a plate. Just everywhere I went. Plate. And uh, like, I thought I knew I had, a, like, I clearly now know, I don't know anything. Wow. Did you ask any questions? To, uh, oh, there was nothing. There? At that point, no, I just needed to eat it and just kind of. Savor it and get out of there. And just didn't think about it. <laughs> but like, I mean, these guys are on another level and just how much, how much food they're putting out. And like. Yeah. You know, they were pulling these 20-pound briskets out from the smoker just right in front of you. Yeah. Well, you know, Brother Jay, you're pretty good at smoking the meat, man. So, like, if they're on another level, like, how far away do you think? Well, that's what's well, the disparity I'm sure, between I, you and I think, well, I think the heart aches, you know? I think, dude, I think there's that's that's what's crazy. Okay. It's like, you know, I imagine being like the fastest kid in your county, and then all of a yeah. sudden you get to division one and you're like holy shit they're uh, all that fast right you know what i mean right. like it like it's there's i was shocked at how because like i've spent a lot of time doing it yeah and years doing it and i was like i thought how i thought i understood it and clearly clearly there's so much more nuance to it and like how they're getting the texture the way they're doing it and just the way that they like dude i watched this guy pull a brisket out. And now when you, a brisket is essentially two, it's two muscles that meet with a big old shit ton of fat in the middle that right. you generally, you cook it all in one piece and then you, you split it at a certain point and then you use the one side for burn ends and the other side for like kind of slices like you imagine. And yeah. in Texas, they don't really do burnt ends. Their barbecue. That's more of like a Kansas city type mm-hmm. thing. So what they do is they just kind of trim it. And then it's some of the parts are just, more fatty and some of it's more lean right and it takes like when i separate them up front I, it takes me an hour to do it 
when it's yeah. when it's not cooked when it's yeah like, raw yeah because it's hard it's if you've never tried to do it it's fucking hard like you yeah. you gotta pay attention to the certain muscle groups and where the the grain goes like there's there's you never think of be, like a butcher like anytime a butcher is portrayed mm-hmm. it's always like some fucking sweaty Italian right you know what I mean just being yeah. a dick Big ass to his nephew knife. just right. Cleaver. And he's always like being mean to a kid or something. Yeah, we don't got books over here. Yeah, you want you want to learn? You get in the back and put on an apron. Ah, gumad, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> then you know this. The reality is like you've got to have a lot of knowledge <laughs> to, to like do this so that you don't mm-hmm. ruin what you're gonna cook because then you can cut you can cut it wrong yeah, and then you, you can't mess chew that it. Up, man. You can fuck the whole thing up. So like watching these guys pull out a 20 pound brisket and then on the spot separate it like within three or four blades. Like it's like the equivalent of like you go you go to a really nice sushi restaurant mm-hmm. and you watch those guys. Like could you and I fucking do some tuna? Sure, <laughs> we could we could sear a tuna steak for a minute and a half on each side and slice it up, right. put some pepper and some sesame yeah. seed on. Yeah. But then these guys are making fucking fish art over here. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That's what this was like. It was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I can cook beef for fucking 16 hours, sure. But this guy this guy over here is like, you know. Yeah. Picasso. Just, like, he's making yeah. meat art. Meat art, bro. Yeah. Doing it. And just... <laughs> Standing over these, I mean, dude, these smokers are like 20 feet long, just giant brick, brick built smokers with like steel tops. And when you you like get in the parking lot, it's just billowing out of there. And like my clothes just, I got back to my hotel. I was just like smelling my shirt because it smelled like sweet barbecue meat. But like barbecue meat. (laughs) So I went, I get in there. I smell edible. I light that place up Monday, you know, Tuesday night, my first night in there. Mm -hmm. And, uh. You know, you can get your brisket sliced and like, dude, if you, <laughs> you get all your meat, right. And they weigh out your mm-hmm. meat and then you go past the door and then there's like these little ladies there and they're like, uh, you want bread or a bun? And if you say you mm-hmm. want bread, they give you like fucking 12 slices of white bread. It's like, you've like never, like, what am I going to do <laughs> with 12 <laughs> slices of white bread? You know what I mean? Like, like a loaf. Of no, I'm serious. Bread, and like, I got a bun and the guy next to me got like a literal sheet, like pulled out, like took the wonder bread out, just like plop, you know? And the guy's like, Oh yeah. You know? <laughs> and then, you know, pickle station, you get, dude, they have this, the largest pot I've ever seen. Okay. Yeah. Unlimited beans, free beans, this big ass pot. And it was like, and I'm not generally a bean guy. It was like brown beans with pickled jalapenos in there, onions, sausage, bacon, and brisket in this like, and onions. (laughs) Yeah, there's like, in this like bean stew. Right. And there's like these cups and you get the ladle and you just get your beans. I brother, I could have just sat there for an hour and, really? and ate beans and sweet tea, it, and I would have really? been fine. Holy! I promise you. Goodness! It was wow! Unreal! That's amazing. It was, it was it was it was, un, it was really good. Like the best beans I've like, ever had in my life. Oh my gosh! Wow! I, I wish they had I these was little there. mini, these little mini, uh, uh, what do you call them? Like uh, cobblers in a little, in a little cup, cute little cup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hot cobblers, crazy ass mac and cheese, and then dude, just you know, I'm a sweet tea fiend. 
Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. Just yeah, lighting, up, when it comes lighting to that. up the sweet tea. So I go there Tuesday night. And then, dude, they had they had these <laughs> they had these <laughs> shrimp that were fried shrimp. Yeah. Wrapped in fried like an onion ring. Yeah. Wrapped Shri- in whoa, whoa, wait a second. Hang on. <laughs> what? So it's like a fried shrimp with an onion. Fry it like an onion ring around it. Okay. Oh. Then smoked bacon. And oh, then no. it was stuffed into a jalapeno. Oh. And then there was more bacon around the outside of it. Oh. And it was like and and they're like calling them like shrimp skewers or something. And I got two of them. Oh. Like, dude, you could have just like I was like, Holy shit, I'm done. This is oh, this yeah. is unbelievable. Oh yeah. Um Yeah. That's so amazing. and then the next day, you know, the the, the guys want to take me out to lunch and like, oh, cool. Where are we going? They're like, oh, we're going to take, take you to Hard Eights. We heard you like barbecue. I was like, great. I was there last night. They're like, oh, let's go somewhere else. I was like, no, 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 no. No. No, no, no. Back. We're going back. We're going back, we're going back brother. And I was like, you think I can't eat brisket two days in a row? So this time I got the chopped brisket and I got this jalapeno sausage. I just, Sick. I punished. I was, I was, I punished myself with like, just, I'm. I'm thinking these are. Your colon. I'm thinking these are like the fucking soft ass Bucks County jalapenos. No sir, these Texas hollow these Texas hollow boys were uh, spicy. Bro, so I lit mid- myself up with jalapenos and sweet tea nice. and brisket and another loaf of bread. And I'll tell you what, I had a great fucking time. And I I'm, bet you I did. I wish again. I was there. It's awesome. Yeah. So hard eights. If you know the every man, the every woman. Uh, finds himself in the Dallas area. They have like three different locations. There's one in Fort Worth and one in Koppel and one in uh, Dallas. But, you know, you can't go wrong. There's there's amazing barbecue everywhere, in and out. Uh, sadly, because of the ice storm, I didn't get a Whataburger. Um, uh. I hear that's like the shit. Because you know what? I'm a big in and out fan, but the in and out in Texas was not um, the same level as California in and out, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. I got it. That's a. I'm so glad you said that because while I'm down here, I got to get a couple of those. Get it yeah, in. Yeah, I got to get, get that yeah. double animal style and tuck. animal style. Yeah. 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 Get those animal Hell style yeah. fries. Just get a cup of animal style. Yeah. The most fucking... pleasant employees ever. Yeah, dude. It's beautiful. It's just fucking great burgers, bro. It's uh, look, it's nice to travel. It's nice to get out, and spread your everyman wings. I always, I always meet a few interesting people along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, always, always looking for something. I'm sure you are, and and continue to keep your eyes peeled for, mm-hmm. you know, interesting uh, observations on the road. And uh, it never fails. Like, just I'm not a big fan. I said it before. I'm not a big fan of the whole flight structure. The whole adding the mask to the process is is mm-hmm. uh, like really not fun. Kind of doesn't make any sense. Like I'm sitting on top of the person I'm next to. Absolutely. Um, you know, this baby is screaming with no mask on right in front of me. But yeah. But like I, you know, it's just like, look, can I just take the risk? How about I just sign a waiver? I will. I will sign it. Whatever you want me to sign that says I don't have to wear this mask on this plane. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what, on the flight out because I had an early ass red eye. The girl ahead of me was way smart. She just. Put her jacket over her head like a baby, like slept. You know, she wasn't wearing a mask. She's a smart girl. Nice. You know, it's uh, nice. You got to do what you got to do. But uh, I'll tell you what, Bengals, Rams, I'm sure it's going to be mm-hmm. a hot one. 
Yeah. I think we're both. I think we're both on the same page. I think we're predicting a Bengals bungles no more. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what. This is episode 160. We're coming in hot on 200. Hot. Three hot year anniversary. Like Three year anniversary like in, a couple, in a couple Toy weeks. Like uh, who knows? You know, I was thinking. Uh, I'd love to see Steven Seagal and the Island Boys do a collab. I'd love to have Steven Seagal on our show. It's going to happen. It is. We'll see y'all next week. Yo.